Today we're going to take a look at just a few options for automating cannabis, uh, five ways to automate cannabis, uh, diving into um, you know, vertical integration, pre-rolls, vaping, um, greenhouses, and, um, and, and growing. Uh, so we're going to dive into all of that coming up. It's only entertainment. Welcome back to The Talking Hedge. I'm Josh Kincaid, Capital Markets Analyst and host of your Cannabis Business Podcast. So we're just going to cover this Marijuana Venture article, uh, Five Ways to Automate Cannabis, looking at uh, vertical integrated agriculture. Um, one of the things that they're pointing out is uh, essence grows, this vertical farming. Um, maybe not for everybody, but I think that uh, vertical integrated agriculture is going to be something that you see in uh, BIA, business integrated agriculture, whether that's to help reduce CO2, cool down a building, um, you know, provide for uh, vegetation if there's uh, any kind of uh, kitchen inside of the facility to grab basil or whatever else out of the, the grow wall. Um, all of that is going to probably need to um, increase in popularity, availability. And um, that's why I kind of like pointing out just vertical integrated agriculture, because it can be in a city or rooftop, it can be in so many other places um, to reduce the space. It doesn't have to be all about robots and AI and automation. It can be just something simple, um, you know, like stacking some plants on a, on a rack. The takeaway from this is that it can automate cuttings from mother plants into 4,500 clones in 10 days. So that's going to drastically improve, uh, you know, any kind of grow that you have. So if you've ever tried to grow from seed or uh, do that by hand, you're going to want to probably automate it. For those using greenhouses, there's blackout systems. I'd really like to hear from somebody in um Fairbanks that has 23 and a half hours of daylight in the summer. How are you using greenhouses in the summertime and um, using any kind of blackout systems? That would be pretty hard, I would imagine, uh, trying to get 12 hours of, of darkness in there. So this lighting system can be fully automated, only takes a couple of minutes, 10 minutes, I guess, to deploy uh, and can be set to a timer. And the whole kind of takeaway from this is to provide tighter control of the growing environment for more consistent product. You're going to get higher yields too if everything is, is consistent. Trimming, also important. If you get a good trimmer, you can do nine pounds an hour uh, at least. There's also some uh, other options uh, such as the Triminator. This one's 175,000. It's just a beast. You can just dump in massive large volumes and then out the other end, uh, dry, dry trim, wet trim, uh, all of those options. So um, Definitely something that people need because his hand trim is not affordable, maybe for a smaller uh, farm, but you know, once legalization, federal global legalization happens, you're going to have to automate that um, at this level. Pre-rolls are incredibly popular. And so um, a lot of people are going to want to automate that process. You can do up to 500 an hour and in some cases throughput, not always the same as output though. And so looking at a couple of different options here, I really like the Blackbird from Roll Pros. This is a cylindrical option. So very similar to that, that little roller that you used to have, that little plastic roller. Uh, this is the same thing. So it can um, you know, be designed for half gram, one gram. Um, and they're working on larger, almost like 
your hemp wrap blunts. So hopefully they can get to two or three and a half gram blunts. Um, so these are really nice. This is going to be the ideal draw. But if you're still stuck on the shape and you um, want a cone, you can get one um, very inexpensively. So that's maybe a $300,000 machine, STM. They make something similar, cylindrical and cones uh, for tabletops. So this may be more affordable when people want fully automation, they don't have a budget for it. And this is kind of that in-between option there. Um, but before you get to this, you need a cutter. And so the Pulver Set 19 uh, is not cheap. You're looking at about 37,000 for uh, the grinder, and this is perfect for all cultivars and everything else. Um, this is going to be something and I've seen people who use, uh, you know, a blender made for ice. Uh, it's just not doesn't doesn't produce the same. There's a lot of uh, automated pre-roll options now. Some of them are very, very similar, but not all of them are um, ideal, we'll say. Speaking of tabletop versions for uh, filling machines for vape carts, also like why take a syringe and have somebody sit there all day? This is gonna be precise. Uh, if you have um, any kind of trace tracking, then the uh, state regulators can tie directly into the software, I'm assuming, and um, out you go. So not high production, um, but it's a start. I mean, everything's gonna have to be, you know, go from tabletop version. And then when mom and pops get squeezed out, they'll have all these huge options, whatever. And then um, some of those used options will then supply mom and pops when that trend happens um, similar to the, the baristas. There's a lot of, of corner coffee shops now that kind of Starbucks blazes trail and uh, Tully's kind of created some competition. And now everyone has a, a corner store barista uh, and then they get crazy on how to differentiate. And I got bikini baristas, all this crazy stuff. Uh, same, same thing, use the equipment, uh, you're going to have uh, big cannabis, you're going to have a lot of these people fail, and then in the end, maybe pick up some of that used equipment, and you'll have craft cannabis coming in with products that people actually want, I'm kind of saying that repeatedly on purpose, maybe one of these days it'll sink in. So accuracy, obviously important, ensuring that each cartridge contains the same amount every time. And that's just, that's not just for that. Like LEDs are an option. I mean, it's not automation, but it is cannabis tech. And so from seed to sale, how do you increase yields? Uh, you want to have it consistent. You want to automate kind of how I got into the industry was grabbing a team and trying to automate the grow side. So I was using a particular product and it was clunky. It didn't really work. It was called Growtronics. Still trying to sell it if you want to buy it. Uh, I paid like five grand for it. I'm trying to get a uh, thousand bucks, but I'll take a pound. Wait, did I say that? You can increase the yield 40% if you dial everything in. And so using automation, using technology to get what that gauge is and dialing everything in is really important. There's going to be AI automation, robotics, and cannabis. They're going to be able to look at a plant if it starts to taco. They'll be able to see that if it's uh, environmental factors like too much fan blowing on it, or if it's a nutrient deficiency, it'll be able to determine that and adjust and correct accordingly. Uh, and then just notify you that it's been done after the fact. So although kind of scary, it's inevitable and um, will hopefully produce some interesting um, products and in cannabis and drive some of that price way, way down, just like any other industry, all using similar technology. So um, we've been reporting on this. There's a whole uh, playlist called um, Hemp and Cannabis Automation. If you're looking for particular products, specifically pre-rolls, 
check that out. With that, we're going to roll this one up. I'm Josh Kincaid. This is The Talking Hedge. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, or don't, and I'm out. Don't forget to smash that like button on your way out and check out these other videos that we've got. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Tune into a major journey podcast today, where guests take listeners on journeys and immerse themselves in the roller coaster ride both in and out of the cannabis space that brought them to where they are today. Throughout our conversations, guests share valuable lessons that they've learned along the way that listeners can use to empower growth both in their personal and professional lives. Check out A Major Journey today on all major podcast platforms.